Welcome to Walkinverse. We're going to expose tyranny and share the truth. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome back. It's me, Kev. Today is July 8th, 2021, and this is episode number 43. But before we begin, I'd like to ask each of you to please sign up for my newsletter, as this is the main way I can keep up to date with each of you, and the link is available in the description below. After years as a renter, with cash thrown down the toilet, I decided it was time to buy a home. And the hunt began for the perfect house and estate which held true to constitutional values and had like-minded people. The search engines became my friend as I scoured Montana, South Dakota, and Idaho, and I contacted realtors along the way. And when I found a property I liked, an offer presented, my fingers crossed, to only find out I didn't even come close. I was outbid by $1,500,000 time and time again. And as soon as the MLS listed another entry, within hours, offer streamed in before I had a chance to place a bid. It made no sense whatsoever. The prices that I saw offered did not support local salaries. And that's when the journalist in me said, you know what, we have a story here. I need to expose it because something is definitely going on. And so then it began. As I spoke with a few realtors, I need to see if I could find any hints for the exorbitant list prices. And all of a sudden, a few clues did unfold. For starters, out-of-state buyers were saturating the market. They placed high offers on 10-plus properties. They locked them in until they could review their potential gold mines in person. Once they inspected the properties, they then bought two to five of them. And the rest, they released back to MLS. The ghost buyers strike again, aka big real estate investors. Others, though, had a different approach. They purchased all homes in a block or subdivision in one fell swoop, and they left the middle-class homebuyers in a drought. Their only option? Rent or pay overinflated prices. A question I had, who has the capital to buy blocks of property at 20-50% over market price on a consistent basis as they wipe out middle America? And then it clicked. It was the Wall Street investors. They leave no room for home buyers as they remove the chance of home ownership for middle-class families. Investment giants such as American Homes for Rent, Progress Residential, and Statewood Waypoint Homes hit the sellers with gold. All cash offers, no inspections required, and if a house doesn't appraise, they'll cover it. Five days later, the property closed, and first-time buyers left in the aftermath of little opportunity for the American dream, financial prosperity, quote. They are paying cash and can close in five days. Every single time is going to be sold to the fund. If you're trying to get into the market, it's impossible, end quote. Bruce McNeilage. And then the cycle continues. As fast as properties appear on the MLS, the thugs of Wall Street snatch them at record rates. Set in the crosshairs are homes with three or more bedrooms, locations covered by homeowners associations, low-crime areas, top school districts, and once affordable communities. And if you want your child in a school with an excellent track record, you're stuck in a Wall Street rental or you need to pony at 50% more than market. That's the only way you'll have a home in a school area of your choice. Quote, if you want to be in that subdivision and have your kids go to that elementary school, you have to deal with them. That's the Wall Street landlord. End quote. Again, Bruce McNillage. Quote, and since the company had bought so many homes in the area, there wasn't much disgruntled tenants could do, but pay up if they want to rent in Springs Hill and keep their kids in top-rated schools, end quote. They guarantee you have no other choice. For example, in August 2017, Nashville, Tennessee, 
County records showed six out-of-state investment groups owned at least 4.9 thousand homes. Since then, the number skyrocketed due to sellers' greed. Quote, People want to sell their home to the highest bidder, no matter who it is, says Jamie Shipley, president of Wakefield Homeowners Association, which governs a subdivision of which 11% of the homes are owned by institutional investors. End quote. But it doesn't stop with these six. In 2022, players came in for the kill with $1 billion at their fingertips for single-family home acquisitions. Invitation Homes, which is the largest homeowners company who partnered with Rock Point Group, LLC. Currently, Invitation Homes owns 80,000 homes and sees new assets at a rate of $200 million per quarter, while Americans remain locked down, their job destroyed, and forced into foreclosure. With a billion dollars in hand, these groups add an additional 3.5 thousand homes to their rental portfolio. What's their goal? It's simple to keep U.S. citizens as renters, never to enjoy a home as they drive up prices to unprecedented levels. Quote, There is an acute shortage of homes available for sale, a dynamic which should help support home prices and keep many families who would prefer to purchase a home in the rental market. End quote. Barclays analyst Ryan Preclough. The target market jumps a little higher than a few of the others. They seek homes in the $300,000 range to wipe out first-time buyers if they focus on parents with pets and a six-figure income as a new tenants, which then knocks out the middle class from an attempt to own a home. Yet these fund investment firms not only target single-family homes, but foreclosures at unparalleled rates. In 2012, Jeff Jacobs played golf while his associate waited a bid on a home with a max buy price of $85,000. But what happened next wasn't founded. The price soared to $100,000. He needed to know who outbid him with such aggression. After a quick search, he found the real estate assassin. It was invitation home. They struck again. But it didn't stop there. The world's largest real estate investor company, the Blackstone Group, owned them. Their game? A $10 billion buying spree with the acquisition rate of $150 million worth of homes collected per week. Their angle? Outbid until all competition concedes, quote, at an auction in Sacramento, a house flipper named Ryan Heck was bewildered by a bidder who bought every house that hit the block. They noted that the bidder went $1 over every other bid until the other bidders conceded. Neither Heck nor the other regulars recognized the dollar over guy. It turned out he was with an out-of-town concern called Treehouse and had instructions to buy everything that cost less than it would cost to build a similar home. Therefore, every house auctioned that day fit the bill, end quote. Ryan December. Fast forward. In 2018, one of every 10 suburban homes sold belongs to a corporation with the same goal, rental revenue and increased rates for middle-class tenants who can no longer accumulate wealth via home ownership. And once trapped in the clutches, the savings dwindles with year-over-year increases in an already struggling economy. And once you're in, it's game over. Quote, this is a choice they make to pay rent and their wherewithal to pay rent today as well as pay rent in the future with increases is sufficient. It's up to us to educate tenants on the new way that there will be annual rent increases, end quote. American Home CEO David Singlin. The outcome? Not good. Once a deal closes, American Home raises rent by a few hundred a month. They also remove month-to-month leases. No more breaks for renters. It's all business now. On other accounts, once a lease expires, expect a 3 to 3.5% increase. And on an already hurting population, 105 extra a month equals a utility bill you can no longer cover. An additional 1,200 gone under the weight of Wall Street landlords. For example, rentals went extreme in the Spring Hill area and now run 1773 a month. 
Before the big four took over, a person could find a rental of identical size and spec for around $1,000 a month. Quote, the rent is crazy, says Bruce Hall, Springs Hill vice mayor and owner of a local home inspection business. It hasn't been that long since you could get a three-bedroom, two-bath for $1,000 a month. End quote. And with this new model of feudalism, the guarantee yearly increases because they can. We will no longer recognize the rental industry with institutional players at the head. The future of America? Homelessness and high crime communities. Just think back to the future three. The reality? To date, American Homes acquired over 48,000 homes nationwide and control half of Spring Hill's rentals. So if one wants to reside there, a Wall Street rental becomes the only option in town. But now these once-cherished suburbs have become infected with crime. Why? Wall Street becomes a new American slumlord. Calls to the police and fire departments rose as property violations soared. Quote, what you have are neighborhoods that are essentially unregulated apartment houses. It could be disastrous for the city, end quote. John Hussing. In the big investment scene, homes are run down and with Section 8 on steroids. It's the renter's future for America where tenants become the commodity. So before you sell your home through short-sightedness for a handful of cash, make sure you know the buyer or you'll put yourself at risk in the takeover. Even the new area you might choose will become infected with corporate rentals. Which takes us to the slumlords and you. Wall Street slumlords push responsibility onto the tenants. When a person rents a big bank home, they must obtain insurance to protect the actual property and not just their personal belongings. This reduces corporate costs and helps increase stock prices for shareholders. And if something goes wrong, don't expect a professional to fix it. In one example, Waypoint, who merged with Invitation Homes in 2017, sent out one of the clowns to repair a broken pipe. It flooded the tenant's home. Mr. Clown arrived at the property without a vehicle. After he scoped the area for repair, he called his mom for a ride to Home Depot. Once the pipe appeared fixed, he left without repair to the damaged carpet. The smell of mildew swirls the rental unit. Quote, You would expect this type of behavior from a one-person landlord who's a jerk, but a big multi-million dollar company? How do you treat your tenants like that? End quote. Erica Ballantyne. To compound the problem, after the so-called repair, the flooding continued. Four inches of water covered the interior. So like a good landlord, Invitation Homes sent out a company to further investigate, but not repair. They want to know the details. The reason? Find another jack-of-all-trades at a lower price point to repair the damage. With the knowledge in hand, they made their next move. A dude in a Honda Civic dispatched to save the day. He ripped out the soaked carpet, knocked down walls, and left the house in a dilapidated state. Once complete, he told the tenants to wear a mask for a few weeks. Why? They required industrial fans throughout the house to dry the cement floors, and this case is not isolated. These Wall Street slumlords have one objective in mind, profit for their quarterly earning calls. They cut all corners regardless of the cost to the tenant. In another incident, a renter called American Homes Front about a faulty air conditioner in another property. She told the company the heat in the home remained unsafe for a four-year-old baby as the temperatures raised 100 degrees. The reply to Jennifer Callahan of Florida, she's a drama queen. And a week and a half later, they sent a repairman. And that's not all. They also have their fees. If a tenant believes they only need to cover the utilities, they better think again. These corporations keep utilities in their own name to generate new revenue streams. A $10.99 a month other income service fee in addition to the water, gas, and electric bill. Quote, on an earnings call in 2017, Invitations Homes, then CEO John Bartley said that 
Automatic charges to residents drove profits in the quarter, lending to a 22% increase in other income, end quote. And God forbid you're late on rent and the no fault of your own, because these big corporations have fees to cover this scenario as well. Late by one or two days, face eviction or pay a 10% late fee and additional legal fees of a few hundred. It's a win-win for shareholders and a loss to the tenant. In the case of Lachey Harvey, the company's online portal failed, which made it appear she missed the due date. Even though she didn't, they dinged her with a $95 late fee even after she tried to drop off the money order the next day. But like typical tyrants, the slumlord refused to accept her payment and did the next best thing. Filed an eviction notice with a $200 bill for legal fees, plus a $75 insufficient fund fee, $144 filing fee, and more late fees. And all is due to a software malfunction on their end, not hers. Fed up, Lachey went to court and won the case. Her reward for winning? An eviction notice taped to her door. And when it comes to investment bankers, there's no emotion with Wall Street. Cash reigns king, and people's well-being has zero value. Quote, with help from the federal government, institutional investors become major players in the rental market. They promise to return profits to their investors and convenience to their tenant. Investors are happy, tenants are not, end quote. Alana Samuels. The worst part for Americans? These big investment corporations plan to keep it this way. To see America's real estate future, look no further than the United Kingdom. In 2017, the UK estimated the number of homes at 27 million. As of 2019, 4.5 million had rental status. In other words, 20% of homes in the UK won't return to the market. Instead, they're the new revenue generators for big investors. Now with companies such as Lloyd's, the cost of home ownership increases as they set the targets for 2023. Six million more properties for the portfolio, which moves the percentage of rentals to 40%. The dream of home independence stolen from society. Feudalism becomes a standard in the UK. At the same time, here in America, with Wall Street home acquisitions, the chance of ownership becomes nil if we sit and allow it to happen. It's time to step up and get involved or accept the destruction of your children's future. It's your call, servitude or freedom. But don't you dare say no one warned you. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider a membership at $5 a month. You'll gain access to all past, present, and future e-reports and books, as well as member-only content. The link is in the description of the episode. If you have any questions or comments, please send me an email at walkinverse at protonmail.com. W-A-L-K-I-N-V-E-R-S-E at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L dot com. And until next time, keep the faith, stay safe, and peace.